Blog Talk Radio. MMARadio.com. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, also on iTunes, too. So check us out, give us a follow, subscribe. Uh, we appreciate all the follows and the listens. In this episode, we have a very special guest. It's UFC fighter Eddie Alvarez. As he prepares for his fight July 7th against Rafael Dos Anjos, a title bout, a highly, highly anticipated match from two great fighters. So Eddie was kind enough to give us a couple minutes as he finishes up his fight camp. So here we go with the interview. All right, we're here at Nicotones with Eddie Alvarez. It was a huge fight, UFC fight night, July 7th, and it's Rafael Dos Anjos. Eddie, how you feeling, man? Excellent, man. We, um, we just plugged in about 150 rounds of a training camp with some of the best guys in the world, some of the best coaches in the world, and um, we are set to fight July 7th, Thursday, for the lightweight title. Yeah, and the most impressive thing, man, we watch you train is how hard you train. Like, you're passionate, but you're very intense, you're very focused. Is that something you take a lot of pride in? It is. I, lo- I love the sport. And um, every day when I wake up, you know, it's easy because of how strenuous the sport is to get bitter toward it, to, to start asking, oh, what am I going to get back? What am I going to get back? But I try to every day wake up and understand what what I love about the sport and what it does for me and what it gives to me, how much it gives to me and how much it helped me grow as a person. So when I wake up every day with just a couple of gym bags in my hand and get in my truck with my coffee, I just understand how blessed I am just to be able to do it, just to be able to uh, go out there and work hard. And uh, we're blessed, and that's what brings forth the passion and excitement. And you know, as, as students watching the training, you inspire all of us because you see how focused and you just go so hard, man. Like everybody gets like, everybody wants to go another round, wants to go harder. The other thing is you've been training in Philly and in New Jersey. How's that been for you? I'm mostly in Jersey. Um, I live in Philadelphia, so I've got to make, the, gotta make the, the car rides out here. But I think during the car rides, you know, it settles me down. It gives me a time to think and focus and reflect on what I want to get better at, you know, what I want to achieve. Um, anything that I'm going through in my head. So I sort of get all that out in my long drives. And then by the time I hit the gym, get in state, get excited, and get ready to go. And you got a, a wide array of sparring partners from Paul Felder. You see with Frankie Edgar sometimes or Frankie Perez. What's that been like just in terms of you know sharpening your game? When you have different guys and different skill sets and different speeds, what it helps you do as a fighter, it helps you to be able to adapt quickly. And I think... At the, at the top level, when you're in a championship fight, um, guys are very unpredictable. We're dealing with a sport of deceit and lies. So you need to be able to adjust. And the faster you make them adjustments, the longer you'll stay champion. So I think 
what that allows for is us to be able to make quick adjustments every day and get used to it. And, and now it becomes a habit to where we can make quick, fast adjustments on the fly and be able to stay in the fight and stay focused. And another impressive thing that you do is, you know, after you're sparring, you, you'll stop and you help your teammates out. Like the one day we saw you helping Dez and Max or you're even, you know, helping Edson out while they're sparring. Is that a really, like a really cool team environment for you where you can feel like everybody's helping each other even though you guys are all top fighters? I, I think we're only as good as the feedback we get. So when, you know, when we're inside that cage, I just put out five hard rounds. You're not in a state where you're cognitive and you're able to assess like, oh, did I do this right? Did I do that right? Um, a lot of times, you're just going off your own thoughts and feelings of you know how good you are at fighting or if you won the round or didn't win the round. We rely a ton on our teammates and our coaches for feedback to be able to make them improvements and to be able to shorten that learning curve. So I depend on my teammates and my coaches. I hope they give that yeah. to me because that they're going to get all that from me. They're going to get the same kind of honesty from me and the same kind of feedback from me. It's never critical in a bad way. It's, it's as long as one guy grows, everyone grows. You know, we're not we're not a single unit here. Everybody's a team. Yeah, you see it, man. Like I said, you see like even Frankie's helping everybody, Edson, you. It's like it's just really impressive from an outsider watching you guys. It fosters like teamwork, chemistry, all those things. The other thing is you're fighting for a UFC title, which is awesome. How has your experience been the UFC? You're you're fighting the best of the best, which is what you wanted. Yeah. How's it been for you? Yeah, late my my first couple fights in the UFC, I just been trying to get comfortable, you know, I'm um, trying to let go of expectations, like, there was a lot of expectations coming in here placed on me, being a Bellator champion, and a lot of people, you know, telling me I was the best in the world, and expecting a lot of things, and I think, uh, you know, I sort of let that get the best of me, and I end up, didn't do too well on my debut, because of it, it affected my performance, so, just get, getting comfortable, uh, with the crowd, getting comfortable, understanding the fans, and how they react to things, and just letting go of expectations and just having fun with the sport again. I do my best when I'm enjoying myself inside there, when I'm having fun, when I'm being competitive, and um, I'm working hard. So I try to put myself in a state and an environment where, where all three of them things are happening. And uh, naturally, I always do well. No, you do. The results speak for themselves, man. And the one thing is, like, do you buy into any of the media reports? Like, some people say you're the underdog, some saying you're, you're all these things. Do you buy into that? Does that fuel you at all? Or you're just like, I'm the best guy. This is my fight. Like, how do you handle that mentally? No, I don't. I, what I do is I don't live in that world. Um, so you can call me delusional. You can call me, maybe I lie to myself, maybe I whatever. I sort of try to create my own bubble. Um, I create my own bubble where I'm the master of it, where the only people allowed in it are supportive people who are there who are there for me, not telling me that I'm great, but supporting me to grow. And anybody who has statements or anything or anything other than has my best intentions in mind, I really don't pay attention or um, try to keep them out of it. So I live in a small world with select people. And um, any statements made outside of that world or said, it doesn't, I, I'm, I'm learning to take it with a grain of salt. I hear it, but I don't listen to it. Um, yeah. I don't blame so, you. Uh, I don't blame you at all. And at the same time, I'm always listening to fans. I'm always trying to please the fans. But for the most part, I live inside my own bubble where, where I'm the best. I'm the world champion. And the people that are allowed in there are people who support me.
Yeah, I, I don't blame you, man. Because right now, social media is so crazy. The rumors, the gossip, all this stuff. It's almost not funny more for I guess for you guys because it's yeah. like it takes away like you want it to be just by talent, not by how much trash you talk and things like that. I guess uh, I guess more of my last questions for you is the big thing lately is injuries. You know, the last couple of weeks, guys are getting hurt sparring. Is that ever something that you worry about? Like, you train hard, man. Yeah. Is there something you worry about the last, like, say, 10, 14 days before your fight? Yeah, um, I think it's a it's a part of the whole responsibility of this. Freak things happen, and uh, I call it fight gods. It's all in the fight <laughs> gods' hands because I've seen guys tear their ACLs a week out doing next to nothing. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of it has to do with how we prepare how we take care of our bodies, how we rest, and there's no way we can 100% control or prevent an injury, but there's a laundry list of things that we can do responsibly and, and be accountable and to do our best to prevent them. And, um, you know, when you look back, you can say, oh, I probably could have... When you do get injured, when you look back in retrospect, you, you can probably find something that you could have did better or been more accountable or more responsible um, and change it. So we do our best here to, to handle that as much as we can. But that being said, there's only one way to, to go into a fight prepared, and that's the fight. And um, yeah. we do that as well. So we leave it in the hands of the fight guys to keep us unharmed and to keep us, uh, keep us uninjured. Now, you have there's a lot of young fighters here that look up to you and all the other guys here. Give a message for them just in terms of their training, things like that. Because we know they see you, but they don't want to bother you because they see how hard you train. Give a message to all them like, just in terms of how they should train and what they should do. Yeah, uh, you know, learn to love the sport. Uh, everything will be a byproduct uh, of how excited and how much you love the sport. Everything. Um, everything that you think you want, whether it's money, cars, uh, gold belts or whatever they'll all stem from the byproduct of falling in love and being excited about this sport if you can singularly do that one thing everything else that you think you want and can dream of will fall into place so um, that if, if you're having trouble with that I mean if you're having trouble not getting the things you want or things you're not achieving, just go back to what can I give? What can I put into this sport? Um, and the, the way to give more is to just love it, to fall in love with it. And I don't know how to tell someone to fall in love with something, but <laughs> I think whenever me myself am ever feeling like, what can I get? Why am I not achieving the things I want to achieve? I just right away changed my mindset to what can I give because the world's reciprocal. Um, the more I give, the more the more I'll end up with. So, no, that's, that's, that's really definitely nice. fair. And last but not least, on behalf of all the students here and the instructors, you know, best of luck, man. Title shot, we're all rooting for you, you know that. And you have a huge fan base. If you go on social media, check it out. Twitter, Instagram, it's blowing up. Everybody's supporting you. Give a message for all your fans. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone. I mean, it's been a long journey, 13. 11 years ago, I got invited to the Ultimate Fighter House to try out for that show, and I didn't make it, and it was a terrible, um, I was I was willing and ready to skip the birth of my first child to, to chase my dreams, to make it to the Ultimate Fighter to win the show. Um, it didn't happen. I didn't make the show, and now 11 years later, almost to the day, I'll be fighting for the world title for the UFC World Championship, so... Um, it's been a long journey, and I want to thank everyone who supported me along the way. 
I want to thank the people who who always been on my side, and also thank the people who trash talk me. Because at some point in my life, um, you guys helped me. You helped drive me in some way, shape, or form. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much, man. Best right. of luck. Win that title. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Uh, once again, I want to thank Eddie for his time. It's right after a sparring session, one of the last sparring sessions. So definitely appreciate that. And that's phenomenal insight from one of the best fighters in the world. So we want to wish him the best of luck July 7th to watch the fight. you got to watch it on UFC Fight Pass. But it's going to be a great fight. We wish him the best of luck. We thank you for listening. You can find this show, ncmmaradio.com. And we'll talk to you guys again next time. Round.